This is Financial Detox, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labrum, certified financial planner and founder of IDA Wealth, intelligence-driven advisors. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed to take you from financial insecurity to financial independence. This is Financial Detox. Hi, and welcome to Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram in the studio with Alex Klingen-Smith, and we have a great show for you today. We have a show that is so organic, and just, it's created out of a film that we watched. It's called The Social Dilemma, and we're gonna talk about this. I think it's just an uh, uh, absolutely just inspiring and a fascinating topic right now and it translates perfectly into the investment world and financial planning world there's correlations all over the place here mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna have a great show I think thanks we're, for we're, sharing it with yeah. me I mean you shared yeah. that with me on like Sunday yes. night I think you sent me that email yeah. and by today today's Thursday right I'd already deleted Instagram uh, like t- watched it with my wife and talked to my our kids about it over dinner right <laughs> three I, days later we watched it with our kids that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. They, and, and I didn't know what kind of movie it was. So, first, so. so let's break this down. Here we are, Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram, your host. You can give us a call at 877-707-8889. That's 877-707-8889. Check us out at financialdetox.com. We got producer Mike in the studio today, so we are uh, crushing it, and uh, everything should be functioning just perfectly. But <laughs> here we go. So the social dilemma, let's talk about this, because uh, you know I think right now there's no, no better time and this was a film that was created I think it was first played at the Sundance Film Festival um, it was created by a group of uh, tech mogul execs who left their tech positions and their major Facebook Twitter type Google um, jobs and they were like presidents founders head of design technology and they created a film called The Social Dilemma you should watch it um, we are going to talk about it how it correlates to stock markets, investing, making decisions for your future, but also we're just gonna go a little off rails today and just talk about life in general and what is happening with social media, right? We try to use it as a business and let people know what we do. And so, you know, after I watched that show, Alex, I had this, I couldn't go to sleep. I had to like talk it out with my wife and say, well, so wait a minute. Is this bad to use for business? Because I wholeheartedly think, I want to hear the answer to that question, yeah. by the way, because we haven't had that conversation yet, you and I. Yeah. I got really confused after I watched it about it is professional, personal, social media. So anyways. Yeah, where do you go? So anyway, we want you to check it out, The Social Dilemma. And by the way, you can go to their website. It's uh, thesocialdilemma.com, and you can get all kind of information. It's a Netflix movie, so I'm, I, we are promoting it. We think that it's important that everybody in our country watch this and understand what it is because it is quite possibly destroying the very heart and soul and fabric of all things good in our country right now and that's super scary so mm-hmm. so you guys watched it you're halfway through it I don't know no, we, we watched, oh, the, we oh, watched you the second the, half last oh, night oh okay cool. we started it too late too late on Tuesday um, night but 
We did. We watched it. We, we really loved it. It definitely, in my own home, um, I'm the one who's more private. So I've never really been one of the ones to really grab onto social media. Yeah. Um, and my wife is very social. Yes. <laughs> social yeah. in person, social yeah. on social media, social all the time, everywhere. Hi, Tish. She's yeah. social. <laughs> she is. And, and it's not a bad thing. It's no. one of the reasons why I loved her from the beginning. You yeah. know, and I still love her. And, yeah. and it's not going to change. And that's, that's great. But we have three young children, right? And I was trying to explain to my, our, our children last night over dinner. Um, I have brothers that are uh, 15 years younger than me, right? Yeah. So I was like, well, I remember MySpace. And I got on MySpace when I was in college around 2021, right. maybe, right? <laughs> and then my first cell phone was around the same time, like 19 years of age or whatever. Yeah. Social media on my phone wasn't a thing until around college, right? right? So I'd already formed many of my opinions and beliefs, I think, values to that point. My brothers and then my own children, it's all they've ever known. Now I know. And right. the average, one of the, one of the studies here talks about the average uh, uh, child gets a cell phone, at, a smartphone, at the age of 10. Right. I have a 10-year-old daughter. You have, your kids uh, are 9 and 11. One of them has a phone. Uh, he doesn't have any social media on it, but he's still texting and he uh, loves YouTube and mostly, well, we have YouTube for kids and he searches out golf, right? He's looking at how to golf swings and mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. But there's three major outcomes like that we, we got to talk about here yep. today and that the show talks about. And so we will not do the show justice and we don't have all the answers. Let's just start there, right? We don't have the answers. We won't do the show, but I think what can happen out of just listening to this discussion is A, you'll be turned on to this this film and I think you'll really enjoy it and it'll spark conversations and, and probably good things in your life. But B, we'll correlate it to being financially detoxified, just like socially detoxified and social detox. There's there something there. <laughs> um, but it, w- w- we'll play it together and I, and I think it can help you make better investment decisions too. And I think in general, financial detox, we go off the rails quite often, right? And we talk about other things and hopefully we can help you improve your life in general, make better decisions about how you live, how you invest your money, what's your purpose, what's your goals. So um, we're not professing to be experts on any of that, except investing. We are professing to be experts at that. We're pretty good at it. But um, anyway, good conversation. So here we go. Uh, the, the the mental health. So there's a mental health aspect that we'll talk a little bit about. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the quick takeaway here on my, my talking notes is, you know, platforms are designed to distract. They are designed to reward distraction and keep us hooked. That's what these social media platforms are designed to do, to reward distraction and keep you hooked. And um, that alone is pretty scary, but they do that at the expense of our well-being to fuel their business model, right? Their business model is to collect and data gather data and to keep you hooked. And if they have more data and you're more hooked, then they can sell more precise ads at higher cost per ad. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they become extremely wealthy, which uh, there's a part here um, that talks about how the current social media companies have become the most financially um, well-being companies in the history of Earth. There's never been a time where companies, a f- such a few number of companies, have uh, gathered so much wealth and had so much control, and that that alone. Well, it's the agenda scary. behind it. I remember one quote from the movie, real quick, is yeah, is that there's only two industries in the world that call their customers users, users. is drug dealers and software. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was, that was a little bit, that floored me. I'm like, because they're using us. Well, they're, they're, <laughs> they're totally using you. They're totally using you to understand what things you like and what things they can feed to you and what keeps you hooked so that then they can sell ads to you. Mm -hmm. um, and that's that's scary, right? Seems and like a conflict of interest, maybe. And how about the other quote that talks about uh, if, if you can't, if you don't know what the product is, what product you're buying, you are the product. And in the case of social media, being on Instagram, being on Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, TikTok, you are the product. Mm -hmm. You yourself watching that show, you are the product that is then being sold to advertisers as they suck information out of you, they suck brain power out of you, and they suck time away from you. They, you are the product that is being sold. That alone. So mental mm -hmm. health, it's, it's, it's affecting all of us, whether we admit it or not. There's studies, there's so many studies that they go through. And, talk and we're going to talk about some of them. Yeah. Absolutely. And then we'll tie them to investing too as we get into our second and third segment. Let's hit the other one real quick here. The democracy dilemma, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, and so you can go to uh, the social dilemma, and I think you can go to also, it'll include in there the democracy dilemma, but political polarization and divisiveness, content that promotes outrage, deception, conspiracy is promoted as a way to drive more engagement, right? We know that humans are driven by fear and greed. And prior to even social media, I would talk about behavioral finance and how the, the traditional financial media is there to drive fear and greed. They want you to buy and sell, buy and sell, be in, be out, because if they can get you to be really nervous about what's going on in the market and focused on the current headline and the current event, why then you're gonna keep watching CNBC and you're gonna keep checking your portfolio and then you might do more trades and then they'll make more money. The guy in this movie said the truth is boring. And that reminded me, that, that hit it home is. on this show because yes. I remember three or four years ago, we had one of those existential crises. We're like, what is this show about? Like, how can we make it more exciting? Don't we, we have that like every week, don't we? That's true. It still happens. Because <laughs> the truth in anything is it's just boring, unfortunately. In our industry, investment it management, it wealth is. management, it, it, the way we do things is... It can be boring. Well, so how do we make it exciting? The right way to invest is also boring. We tell clients all the time, look, this is not... Making money and investing correctly in the markets isn't... It's not like going to Vegas. It's not like buying and selling stocks. Yeah. And you don't get that gambling rush because it's too process driven. It's too, it is boring. So with all that, we've gone a minute and a half over. We need to take a quick break. We'll be right <laughs> back. It's Financial Detox. Check us out at financialdetox.com. We are on KCBQ AM 1170 Saturdays at 1.30, but you also can get us on any podcast anywhere. And you can find all that information, including videos done by producer Mike, the man on financialdetox.com. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We are back, though. It's Financial Detox and uh, Alex Klingensmith and I here in studio. Thanks for listening. I'm Jason Labram. You can check us out at financialdetox.com. We are the Financial Detox team at Intelligence Driven Advisors, an RIA, registered investment advisory firm designed as fiduciaries where we must act in our client's best interest at all time while disclosing all conflicts of interest and compensation. It's a beautiful thing. And what is not such a beautiful thing is what's happening from social media and, and the social dilemma. So today we watched this show. I caught this over the weekend. Um, literally, I was out, um, I don't know, I was doing some yard work, some Sunday night, right? And I hear my wife and my kids going, dad, you got to come watch this, dad, come in. And they had just started the social. And they, oh. and they know that I'm fairly 
uh, anti, you know, clicking on your phone and staring at your phone. We have some pretty strict policies at our house for the kids and stuff. But um, so anyway, that's what started it. Now yeah. we've watched it and I've shared it with probably geez, 20 people, including you, and said, you got to see this. So that's what we're talking about today is the damage that's being caused by social media, how you can help yourself maybe be aware by watching the show, first of all, or the film, and then how that correlates into investing too, because mm -hmm. it is the same. So as we were finishing up the last um, segment, we were talking about you know, the desire um, and, and the dilemma relating to democracy yeah. and political. And we know, we all know there's a political uh, divide in our country like never before. And I would attribute, you know, some of that to Trump because he's a polarizing guy, um, but, mostly to social media and the fact that you can search out and find things on the internet and you're going to continue to get fed information that the algorithms know you're interested in and as it said you know content that promotes outrage deception and conspiracy is promoted as a way to drive more engagement stronger ideological rifts make make cooperation compromise increasingly difficult and ultimately sabotage our democracy what was really scary is some of these top, top, top presidents and design people who helped create these algorithms at these social media companies, when said, if we don't check this, if we don't put regulation on how this information is used um, and how we are used as the product, then the only result is gonna end up being a civil war. Yeah. Because you are putting such divide between people where if you're a hardcore liberal and Democrat and you hate Trump, you're gonna get so much information that feeds that and it is gonna be the most polarizing information. It's gonna be the most stimulating information, which we all know we're most stimulated by fear and greed and or highly emotional things. Apparently fake news, six times faster it'll spread than real information. Right. Which is, so then, it, I like the guy who goes up there and he goes like this, it's like the scale, you know, like you can go get the real news up here, where, but you're fed all this fake stuff down here. How many people are actually gonna climb uphill and find the truth? They're not going that's, to. And that's more boring, I guess, really, right? It's a really, the, the deck stacked against us because of the way that these companies have been built. And, and I do like how they bring some positivity into it and say, Initially, the ideas behind these companies was to connect people. They yes. weren't they weren't malicious in, initially. Um, they were for profit, and they always right. have been for profit. And that's really what's caused this, this problem to really fester and become what it is. Right? Um, is that how how do you change the course so that they can still remain profitable because they're not going to just shut down? Right. I think. Um, and still have those good ca those good cause and effect things on relationships and families and communities yeah. and organizations and where, business, right? Right, where but, you can connect with people you know that you're far away from. I mean, there's some great attributes to social media that way. And when they started, you made a good point, because when they started with the like, they were like, "This, we thought this was gonna be great, that yeah. you know, people could like and all the positivity. What we didn't realize is that somebody's gonna put like and then say, hey, geez, you got big ears, and then that person's gonna get depressed and wanna well, cause these dilemmas, mental health, yes. democracy. There was a third one. What was the third dilemma? Uh, the third one is discrimination dilemma yeah where you know there's certain discrimination built into these systems and algorithms that are, are perpetrating themselves upon us all so the richest companies in the history of humanity is what we're dealing with here the richest companies in the history of humanity and how they're using us so uh, let's talk about the mental health a little bit more Alex because yeah. and then tie it to investments because we're Time is flying here, but platforms are designed to reward distraction and keep us hooked. 
at the expense of our well-being to fuel their business. I'm not digging on CNBC. I'm not dogging CNBC. But when you watch CNBC or you listen to any news channel, there is a constant barrage of it's time to get in the market. No, it's time to get out. It's, it's, it's this constant fueling of distraction to keep you hooked and keep you interested when that is totally counterintuitive to how you should be thinking about your investment portfolio. I, unless you're a, a hedge fund manager and day trading, um, which we know very, very few um, successful uh, people who, who do that, um, you know, or who do it successfully would be the right way to Over say Over time, that. that's yeah. the thing, is Over you time. can't repeat that success. So it ends up being a very stressful experience. You don't have to stress, right? right. You don't have to stress about the markets. You can, you can choose not to. But Wall Street and the financial markets, aren't they designed to do exactly what social media is designed to do. You've been saying this for years. Years. Finally, there's a very good movie out that yeah. has lots of data <laughs> and research and PhDs and leaders that help yes. create this dilemma. Yes. I like how they don't call it a, many of them don't call it a problem, they call it a dilemma because a dilemma is like, there's some good and there's some yes. bad. How That's do we reshape point. and redirect so that it's more good than bad? Because right now it clearly feels more bad than good to me. I agree. Um, yeah, but Wall Street, Wall Street was st probably started in, well, I know how it started, really. Back all the way up to, like, what is a, a trade, right? right? A barter system. Like, yeah. I want to give you this in exchange for this. Yeah. And then they had to standardize it with, with currency. Yeah. And then they did it through companies and things, right? Yes. So the origins of Wall Street were, were, were good. And they I still think. are. You're, you know, people are providing capital to companies that need capital to grow and hopefully do good things in the world and sell products and services that are good. And we all need those and want those. Um, but it, it's how you... It, but it is <laughs> Profitability. How, yeah, but it's how... How you how you um, use that information, right? That's really it, or, or, and how you get used. Like you know, as far as trading and markets, like I watch my accounts every single day. Well, great. What does that do for you? How is that helping you? How are you? You know, if I check my social media, how is that helping you? Mm -hmm. Some of the studies that um, uh, nearly half, uh, so a third of American adults, nearly half of those aged 18 to 29, say they are online almost constantly constantly consuming information but constantly being used as the product to sell advertising to. Teenagers who spend three hours a day or more on devices are 35% more likely than those who spend and those who spend five hours or more, they are 71% more likely to have a risk factor of suicide uh, than those who spend less, really sad. less than an hour. It's almost like you can correlate it to things that are bad for you. Like if you if you yes. eat a bunch of candy or smoke a bunch of cigarettes, the more you do those things, the more likely you are to die. Right. That's like that stat just the more likely says social media will cause those. Sorry, things. I interrupted. There's a direct correlation to those things, right? Yeah, totally. That's scary. Financial detox, we're talking about the social dilemma. We're talking about the financial dilemma. And it just happens to fit right into financial detox and what we do here, helping you make better decisions about your investment portfolio, about your financial planning, but also help you make better decisions about life. And you've got to check out this film, The Social Dilemma. It's an awesome film that talks about one of the biggest dilemmas facing our world today, mm -hmm. political polarization, depression, self-promotion, all these things that are happening because of social media. We're not saying social media is all bad because there is some good that can come from it, but there is so much bad that is coming from it. Creating right now the, the all of humanity's richest companies that are profiting on us 
as the product. We are the product. So many times, too, people become the product uh, in, the, in the financial services space where they use you to get you focused on a bunch of different things so that then you do trades or so that you chase performance or so that you're scared of what's going to happen and you get in and out of the market. That's, that's what originally went wrong with Wall Street, which is starting to correct, but where they made more money the more mistakes you made. The more you traded, the more you were in, the more you were out was the more profitable they they were able to be, they being the big companies and Wall Street companies. And it's still that way in a sense is that they try to sell you that by hiring them to do trades and get in and out of the market for you. It's the same dilemma too. It is. Like how do you know what what's true? What's true? One guy on, on the Social Dilemma, the movie, talks about what is truth. If we can first define truth, that's like, let's rewind all the way to that. What is truth when you go to get investment information? Right. You know, is it any of these these uh, networks that you, you've mentioned? Is it any of them at all? Well, and you can seek out whatever you want. So if you're an individual stock picker, you can seek out information in that cognitive bias. You can find things that would tell you that picking individual stocks is the way to go. Well, check it out, dude. Wall Street and social media combined means that people that like Robinhood or whatever the thing yeah. is lately, they're getting fed every single product platform that exists that's that kind of thing. Right. To feed Hold. a cognitive bias and create a belief system around what you already believe and they continue to feed that. So even though you may be dead wrong, you actually truly believe with all of your heart that you're correct. Before we run out of time, let's we talk, let's talk a little, because we have to do another show on this, I can we tell, do. but okay. can we offer listeners any solutions to this yet or are we just... No, nope. just... we're just creating the problem. We're no, just hold talking on, about I got it. one solution then. <laughs> I, think, I think one, and it was mentioned in the movie, but you know, always consider your source and get multiple sources. And one woman, she had yes. really interesting blue hair and really blue eyes, remember her? Yeah. And she said something that I loved, and I don't know, I don't do this, but I should if I was on social media, which I'm not anymore because that's my simple solution. But she follows a bunch of people she disagrees with on purpose. Yes. Don't only listen and follow to people that you agree with because right. that's what you're being fed anyways. Yep. She follows people she disagrees with just to kind of wake her up out of the matrix sometimes, you know? I think that's so smart, right? If you watch Fox News and all you watch is Fox News, you're just going to think that all Democrats are completely idiots, right? If you watch CNBC and you watch CNN, you're going to think that Trump and anybody who likes Trump is a racist and a gun-toting absolute loser. And neither are true. Neither are true. And in fact, if you take this country and you carve off 15% of the extremes on each end, I think you'll find out, I think we would find out, the 70% of Americans all want the same thing, right? We want healthy kids. We want education for our kids. We want inner city children to be educated. We want a police force that upholds law and order but doesn't abuse their power. You know, we don't, we don't want drug addicts and people on the streets on drugs. So we all really want the same thing, except for the whack jobs. There are truly whack jobs on each Extreme. end. Yes, um, but <laughs> but the fact is we're all being polarized by this and we need to stop it. We need to check out. So as long as social media companies profit from outrage, confusion, addiction, depression, our well-being and the democracy that we live in will be at a risk. But I think we need to do better as humans to seek truth. When it comes to investing, you need to do better. You can't believe the first message you see and the first message you hear. You need to find out how much advisors are making, not just how much you're paying, but how much are they making? Are you the product? Is their company making more money because they're selling you certain products over another? This ties in. It's about being more conscious. I think it's about being more careful 
helpful about being detoxified, not only financially, socially, and just in general, healthy, all aspects. So that's what we hope we're bringing you here at Financial Detox. We want to thank you for listening, being part of our show. We'd love it if you like us. Check us out, and we're on social media. But hopefully, the reason we're there is to spread good, positive truth and information about how to build a better financial life for yourself. So maybe that's where the good is, and we'll continue the show talking about that uh, in subsequent weeks. Check us out, financialdetox.com. Thanks for listening. To learn more about Financial Detox and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and resources, visit financialdetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. If you're ready for financial detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889. Get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. That's financialdetox.com for podcasts and information. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way, you'll be notified about upcoming podcasts. You'll take one more step toward financial peace of mind. This content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labrum and intelligence-driven advisors are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this program and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labrum and his guests as of the date of the show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on assumptions, and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on information provided today in making any investment decisions. There is a risk of loss of investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for particular investors, financial situation, or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.